Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Cole White. Massive weekend this past weekend on Oklahoma Futurity Night. If you want to check out the race replays for those stakes races on Saturday night, go check out my Instagram or Facebook pages. You can find those there. This week, we're going to look at the Mardi Gras Futurity and Derby Finals at Louisiana Downs. And then we will also have a look at the Los Alamitos Oaks and the El Primero Delano Derby at Los Alamitos. All that and more right after this. Only episode of the week this week on the podcast, but next week it looks like we're going to have three episodes out covering the Remington Park Futurity and Derby Trials and also the finals from Sunland Park for the West Texas and New Mexican Spring Futurity. So stay tuned for that. We'll get into this episode right after this. Dunn Ranch is proud to offer semen from Blood Money, 2021's number one leading money earning two-year-old colt with over $1.1 million in earnings last year and eight starts as a two-year-old. He won seven, including the Louisiana Million, Lee Berwick, and Laddie Futurities with his only loss at a second-place finish in the LQHBA sale Futurity. He's sired by the red-hot apolitical blood and his damn zoom to the money was a three-time stakes winner herself and an earner of over $100,000. Don't miss out on a breeding to millionaire blood money. Contact Dunn Ranch and get your contract today. Let's get started with the Los Alamitos Oaks on Saturday night. Grade 3 event. $438,000 purse traveling a distance of 400 yards. A great field of 10 here in this one. The Oaks. And the short time it's been running has always been a good race. And number one is Sweet Tess. She's by a political jest out of separate thoughts by Separatist. Teresa and Edward Daniki, the owners and breeders, trained by Patricia Vischer and the jockey Eduardo Nicasio. Sweet Tess, second in the trials on March the 5th. This is the first career stakes for her. Won a maiden last June at La Salle. Also picked up an allowance win over the fall before running third in the 2 million trials in the last out of 2021. Been first, second, or third. Five out of nine tries. 18,000 earnings for the Washington bred. Sweet Tess. The two is Sweet Dash of Fire. She sired by Walk Through Fire out of Dash of Frida by Mr. Jess Perry. S Quarter K LLC, the owners and breeders in Washington, Jose Flores Trains, and the jockey Jesus Ayala. Sweet Dash of Fire was second in the trials as well back on March the 5th. Last year, one trial heat managed to qualify to the Grade 1 Ed Burke Million Futurity, where she ran seventh. It was also a winner in the 2 million trials, just wasn't enough to make it to the finals. 53,000 in earnings for Sweet Dash of Fire. The three is She Goes Up. This is my third choice here in the Oaks. She's sired by Separate Interest out of Up For It by Kitty Up. Owned and bred in California by Ed Allred, Scott Willoughby Trains, and the jockey Jonathan Roman. Two starts this year for She Goes Up. Was a winner in the trials last time out and second against Allowance Company two races back. Ran third at the Fred's Game Memorial Handicap this past June. Ran second in the trials and managed to win the Grade 1 Governor's Cup Futurity over this past summer and was also 
Of course, second in that allowance right before the trials here. Three-time winner from eight starts and 144000 in earnings for She Goes Up. The four is unavailable. Philly by Just Good Candy out of Shades of Blues Girl by Corona Cartel. This one, a Los Alamitos sale purchase in 2020 for $17,000. Red Oklahoma by Reliance Ranches. David Hinkins owns the Don Farias Trains and the jockey Rodrigo Aceves. This one was second in the trials last time out and was fourth in an allowance back on January the 9th. Only other stake on the resume for unavailable was a sixth-place finish in the Los Alamitos Juvenile Challenge this past August. Picked up a win in the Ed Burke Million Trials right before that and also won a maiden race last March. So those are the two wins on the resume for unavailable with 13000 in earnings so far. For fourth, I'll go to the five, call it close. She's by Kitty Up out of Escape the Fire by Walk Through Fire. Owned and bred in California by Ed Allred, Cesar de Alba trains, jockey Diego Herrera. Call it close third in the trials. Last time out was also fourth in the Governor's Cup Futurity two races back this past July and was runner-up in the Fred's Game Memorial after picking up maiden and allowance victories at Los Alamitos. It's been first, second, or third, five out of seven tries and has 40000 in earnings so far in Call it Close. For second, I'll go to the six, Fire Fast Honey. She was a Rio Doso yearling in 2020 for $32,000. Sired by Walk Through Fire out of Corona's Fast Honey by Corona Cartel. Randy Young and Dennis Jensen, the owners, Monty Rosa trains, jockey Armando Cervantes. Fire Fast Honey was third in the trials on March the 5th. Prior to that, was fifth in the Governor's Cup Futurity in July last year and also got the win in the Kindergarten Futurity in May of 2021, a two-time winner from the six starts and 148000 in the bank for Fire Fast Honey, the California bred. Number seven is Chrissy Ledoux, a Philly by FTD Dynasty out of Just One Look by Jesse James Jr. Ralph and Carolyn Fails, the owners, Matt Fails trains, and the jockey Louise Valenzuela. This one was second in the trials on March the 5th, was the winner of the Turf Paradise Open Quarter Horse Futurity in December of 2021, after picking up maiden allowance and trial wins before that, so a four-time winner from six starts has never been worse than second here in Chrissy Ledoux. 60000 in earnings for the Arizona bred. Top choice for me is going to be the eight Jess Dream of Me, a Philly by a political Jess at a Valiant Jess by Valiant Hero. Greg Coleman, Raymond Murrow, the owners. Jose Flores, the conditioner, and the jockey Cruz Mendez. Fastest qualifier coming into the Oaks here in Just Dream of Me. Of course, last year, managed to pick up a couple of wins on the mountain and qualified to the Grade 1 All-American Futurity, where she finished sixth, and then was third in the Golden State Trials and a winner in the 2 million trials two races back. A four-time winner from seven starts and 138,000 earnings for Utah bred Just Dream of Me. She was also a heritage yearling in 2020 for $100,000 in Jess easily the most expensive horse in the field. The nine is L.A. Beverly Hills. She's by Corona Check out of Jess Raven by Corona Cartel. E.G. High Desert Farms, the owners, breeders, and California, California I should say. Jesus Nunez trains and the jockey Henry Lopez for the two starts this year for L.A. Beverly Hills. Was eighth in the Winter Derby Trials on January 29th and picked up a win 
in the Oaks Trials last time out will be the first career stakes race for the two-time winner, L.A. Beverly Hills. Both wins come at Los Al against Maiden Company and in the Trials last time out. 12900 in earnings for L.A. Beverly Hills. And the 10, majority interest of Philly by separate interest out of Remember Me Rose by Corona Cartel, a Los Alamitos equine sale purchase for $57,000 a couple of years ago. On by Bradbury Racing, Jimmy Harrell, Robin Gordon, and Thompson Racing, Paul Jones trains, and the jockey Victor Salazar. Two for two this year is majority interest. Picked up an allowance victory in January before winning a trial heat last time out. Was a finalist in the California Breeders' Freshman Philly Stakes last August as well. And has picked up four career wins in 10 starts with a third to that resume as well. 24,000 earnings for the Steve Burns bred majority interest. So in the Los Alamitos Oaks, I'll go to the eight, Just Dream of Me on top. The six, Fire Fast Honey for second. The three, She Goes Up for third. And the five, Call It Close for fourth. Eight, six, three, five in the Oaks. Joining me now is a multiple graded stakes winning owner. And the first sponsor I've ever had on the 21 Seconds Podcast, please welcome Matt Dunn of Dunn Ranch at Winniewood, Oklahoma. Start off talking about All Points Bulletin after her Oklahoma Derby win. What was it about her that caught your attention last year? Well, just I watched her all last year, and I love Trace Hayes, uh, Billy's, and I love that family. You know, I've owned a horse out of all of the genes, and um, just I've seen all of her races. Uh, she definitely had talent. What were your thoughts on that Derby win, and not just that, the competition she had to outrun to get in the winner's circle? Definitely. Now, of course, you got a trio running this weekend at Los Al. It's got to be awesome not only to qualify three, but have three homebreds in it as well. Um, whiskey ran his race. Uh, 
I, I feel like that he had some more in the tank, and, and I, I was really happy the way they handled that. So, um, you know, I expect him to bounce back and have a good a good final, and I really expect the other two to run better and to improve from, from the trial. Um, a lot of good horses in there. I think Golden Boy is obviously the, the, the one to beat at this point, but, um, you know, we're going to – we're going to give them all we can. I, they're, they're drawing today, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we can have some little luck in the draw and uh, have some luck in the finals. But it's exciting, ready to run those horses, and then um, and then um, kind of go on from that, and hopefully, hopefully they come out of it sound and we can have a good derby year for those three. You mentioned Whiskey Glasses. He's been a superstar since going out to California, of course, with a pedigree like his. I'm sure he's had high hopes from the star. What do you think makes him so special? Well, he's just, you know, their pedigree's there, obviously. I mean, his mama, Mary Southern Policy, she's, everything she's had is ran. Um, and, and you know, they, the FDG Dynasty crosses on her well. Um, he's a big, good-looking, strong horse. Um you know, he's a, he, he was a little hot, and it took a little work to kind of get his mind right and get him into mature. But um, you know, he's been he's been a runner since the be- beginning. You know, um, we we won the Easy Jet Stakes with him at Remington early as a two year old, and he just kept developing and and getting more mature as the year went. And um, and like I said, he's he's been a fun one to own, and we have we have really high hopes for him and. Uh, like I said, it's kind of exciting to see what the year is going to bring for some of these some of these derby horses. Definitely. Let's talk a little about your studs here at the very end. Uh, starting with leading freshman sire last year, A. Revenant. Of course, his babies have already had a great start this year, and I'm sure the phone's been ringing off the hook trying to book him. It has. Um, you know, we're, you know I, I keep saying it uh, for the last probably three or four weeks that I'm probably I'm going to close this books really soon. I'm going to give it another week or two because there's been a few contracts and a few mares that we really wanted to breed that are that are um, that are coming through um, that I think is good for him and, and good for the industry. So we're about to close him. So if, if somebody's interested in breeding to him, you might you might give me a call and get on uh, when we can. Because once I close it, I'm going to close it. Uh, I want to be fair to everybody and and, uh, and all the breeders that have bred to him. I appreciate that. He's gonna he's had a great year. Um, and I think his babies are going to have a great year, and that's going to bring a lot of value to the to the investment that people's made in breeding to him now. Um, there's a great group of two-year-olds out there, and there's a great group of three-year-olds. Um, so it's exciting, and I think that um, I think it's a great investment for for people, and um, I'm I'm really proud to own him. One last thing for you here. Another one off to a fast start is freshman sire PYC Fun and Fancy. How exciting has it been to see his first crop finally hit the track and performing well so far? Well, it's been a relief. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, and I've, I've backed this horse up since the, since the beginning, since we since we got him um, to the ranch. Um, and, you know, sometimes with a new sire, you know, you have to, you have to promote, you have to make some deals and, and uh, and get babies on the ground, and that's what I've that's what I've told the owners for a while. Let's get the babies on the ground, and let's let them do the work. Cause, and when they started dropping, and I started seeing the confirmation and the the, the brains that you could see in these horses, um, and the, just the way they handled, um, I, I I'm relieved, but not surprised. Um, his his books have, have have gone crazy since since they've started running, and people seen it. So. Um, it's again, it is a sense of relief and I'm happy for the, 
for the program and for the for the owners of the horse and uh, for the horse himself. So um, it's a uh, you know it's a good thing, and he's he's going to make it. He's going to be just fine, and uh, his babies have a lot of talent. Now, there's more to there's more to see with that horse. So um, it's fun to watch. That's that's the best I could way I can put it. It's really fun to watch. <laughs> In 1993, Dr. John West showed that EIPH occurs during exercise when blood vessels in the lungs rupture. This is due to stress caused by high blood pressure on the inside of the vessels and strong suction forces on the outside. Only flare strips and Lasix, used together or alone, have been clinically proven to reduce EIPH. Lasix works by reducing the high internal pressures and flare strips work by reducing the suction forces on the outside. See the science at flarestrips.com. When a horse breathes in during exercise, a strong suction force is exerted on the outer walls of the fragile pulmonary capillaries. Think of it like a vacuum cleaner in the air sacs of the lungs, pulling on the outside walls of the capillaries. This, combined with high blood pressures inside the capillaries, causes the capillaries to rupture, resulting in EIPH. By reducing resistance when breathing in, flare strips turn down the suction on the vacuum cleaner in the lungs to reduce EIPH. See the evidence at flarestrips.com. Let's take a look at the Mardi Gras Futurity coming this weekend on Sunday at Louisiana Downs. Race 6 on the card, the Grade 2 event for Louisiana bred 2-year-olds with a purse of $382,000, traveling a distance of 300 yards, full field of 10 here in this one. And a new group of 10 that was from the qualifiers. Sure, you heard that five of the qualifiers have been taken out due to positive tests. They gave the next five a shot. So let's look at the field, beginning with number one. Jag Fascination. This one's 12 to 1 on the morning line. A Philly sired by Freight Train B out of JA Fascination by Mr. Jess Perry. Jesus Garza, the owner breeder in Louisiana. Jose Lopez trains and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Jag Fascination, a winner in the trials on March the 6th, picking up a $3,600 winner share for that one. Was in the third trial of the day for the Mardi Gras Futurity, winning it by a neck over TMTA Political Babe and NBC Mr. Gibson with a time of 15,961 and an 80 speed index. And broke from the one hole that day, too. So could work out to his advantage breaking from the same post position trials and the finals. Number two, R.H. Carrito Ruperto. My bad. 8-1 to one on the morning line, this gelding sired by Mr. Pilato out of Tiny's First Velocity by Tiny's First Corona. Rancho Harada, the owners and breeders in Louisiana, Barbara Ball, trains in the jockey Guadalupe Lucio Jr. R.H. Carrito Ruperto was third in the Mardi Gras trials, was in the 10th trial of the day back on March the 6th. Finished behind Mrs. Kennedy T TLC and Toast to Blue, a couple we'll talk about here in a moment. Finishing third, about a neck behind Toast to Blue in that trial heat. All three of them pretty close on the line there. My second pick will be the three, and that's Mrs. Kennedy TLC at 9-2. to two. She's by the Louisiana Cartel, out of time for the Senator by Louisiana Senator. 
Jorge Adal, the breeder in Louisiana. Eduardo Lopez, the owner. Barber Ball trains jockey Arturo Alvarez. This one was a Louisiana sale purchase last year for $6,500. Looks like a pretty good investment so far. Like we just said, winner in the trials by a neck over toast to blue last time out. And one of the fastest trials of the day for Mrs. Kennedy TLC, earning my second selection. For fourth, I'll go to the four Triple T Ivan Power at 15 to 1. This is a Colt by Ivan James out of Oreo Memories by Gross Oriel. Jorge Moraz owns. Jose Carrizales trains in the jockey Ricardo Hernandez Jr. Nice trial from Triple T Ivan Power in the fifth trial a couple of weeks ago. Ran second in this one. Just about a half length behind J.A. Zooms. Broke from the outside in that trial heat. Closed really fast on the outside there to get up for second. Definitely one that looks like he's going to want some more distance in the future. And Triple T, Ivan Power. 1,200 in earnings so far for the Ivan James Colt. The heavy favorite in my top choice in the Mardi Gras is the 5. Jesse, Louisiana. This one was also a Louisiana bread sale purchase for $30,000 this past year. 8 to 5 on the morning line. He's sired by the Louisiana cartel out of Jesse by Mr. Jess Perry. Elizar Martinez Sr. owns Raul Galvin Trains, Jockey Luis Vivanco, Jesse, Louisiana, bred in Louisiana by Grant Farms. Of course, one of the fastest qualifiers coming in, into this one was in the very first trial heat of the day. Ended up winning it pretty impressively from the outside. Jesse, Louisiana, picking up that $3,600 winner's share. Heavy favorite, and it'll probably be an even heavier favorite come post time. Number six, JRS Tanya's Majestic at 15 to 1. This is a Colt by Majestic Cartel out of Tanya's statement by Mr. Jess Perry. Longleaf Racing, the owners, Duke Schultz trains and the jockey Raul Ramirez Jr. Was third in the trials on March the 5th. Was in the third trial of the day. Ended up finishing behind Zoom in separately, who we will not see in the finals, and Z Runaway Train. Was about a length and a quarter behind Z Runaway Train there in trial three. Number seven is going to be my third choice. That's Toast to Blue, who is also an LQHBA yearling for 22000 last year. This one's four to one on the morning line. A cold sired by Jess Louisiana Blue out of Santa Monami by Toast to Dash. Trejo Racing and Dame Racing, the owners. Je Trainer Martin Trejo and the jockey Everardo Rodriguez. Toast to Blue won the 10th trial of the day on March the 6th. For this Mardi Gras. Winning it over, or excuse me, ran second in the trial. It hasn't marked as a win on Equibase. Ran second in the trial to Miss Kennedy TLC. And over fellow qualifier RH carried over Perto with a 15.905 and an 82 speed index in the trials there, just lost by a neck. Hi, Mrs. Kennedy TLC. Going to be my second selection.
The eight is one more wild train at 10 to 1, another LQHBA yearling for $11,000. This one's by Freight Train B. Out of the Carter's Cartel Mare, one more card. Owned by Jose Lopez, Trey Ellis Trains, and the jockey Juan Garcia Jr. One more wild train was second in the trial. He was in the sixth trial of the day on day one. Finished behind Louisiana Freight, who we'll talk about in a moment. Just got beaten ahead there by the inside horse. He broke from the three-hole then, and he's drawing the outside this weekend. Could work out to his advantage in one more wild train. Number nine is a little bit Daggett, 20 to 1. This one was an LQHBA yearling for $10,000 last year. Sired by Freight Train B. Out of Alonza D by Jesse James Jr. La Harada Racing LLC, the owners. Barber Ball Trains, jockey Rolando Cabrera. This one was fourth in the trials on March the 5th. Drew the third trial of the day as well. Finishing behind, zooming separately, Z Runaway Train and JRS Tanya's Majestic with a 15-848, making the finals here for the Mardi Gras. And one more to look at, that's the 10 Louisiana Freight. An LKHBA yearling for 18000 last year is 10-1 to 1 on the morning line. Another one sired by Freight Train B out of the Louisiana Dash by Tempting Dash. Owned by Isidro Martinez, Barber Ball Trains, jockey Herberto Orozaco. A trial winner here in Louisiana Freight. Fitting one more card on March the 5th. 3600 for that effort. It was preparing pretty well for this as well. Draws the outside. That's always a good place to be, especially in a graded futurity with a bunch of two-year-olds running all over the place. So in the Mardi Gras futurity, I'll go to the five, Jesse, Louisiana on top. The three, Mrs. Kennedy, TLC, second. The seven, Toast Blue for third. And the four, Triple T, Ivan Power, for fourth, five, three, seven, four in the Mardi Gras. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Not only do they have an outstanding stallion light up that includes 2021 leading freshman sire, A Revenant, graded stakes producer Dash Master Jess, Sire of Love is Everything V, One Valiant Hero, 2022 freshman sire, PYC Fun and Fancy, also graded stakes winner, constituent, and blood money. It was also ICSI only at Dunn Ranch. They have an outstanding sales prep team, and they can take care of all your embryo transfer and ICSI needs and also provide a variety of full-out services. For more info on Dunn Ranch, visit any of their social medias or visit dunranch.com. They're one of the hardest-working crews that you'll find. Don't miss out on a breeding to any of their stallions before they all book full. Dunn Ranch. Success starts here. Making his second appearance on the show, multiple stakes winning trainer is going to be saddling Triple T Ivan Power in the Mardi Gras Futurity this weekend. Please welcome Jose Carrizales. Well, first of all, let's talk about Triple T Ivan Power. What has he been like to work with since coming to your barn? First time with company, uh, he, he left there and, and he showed that he can go catch him. 
we had some that were a little bit more uh, schooled in the gates that would leave there better than him, but he can go. He could go make that distance up quick, and he would usually catch up to the horses even if they took off on him. But <clears throat> he's been real easy. He's not. He's a, he's still a coat, and he don't do much. Much uh. Like uh, well, how, what would you say? He's he's not study. He he don't he don't do anything like a study. He just he's real chill. He's, he's a good horse overall. Now, what are some things that stand out about him when you look at him for the first time? He got white face and four white socks. <laughs> I had just recently watched that movie Casey Shadow. Yeah. away from there that size is, just the size will help him you know he's he got to stretch out there right now he worked really well preparing for the mardi gras trials and ran second in that trial but definitely looked like a horse that's eager for more distance in the future what were your thoughts on that trial performance overall where he came on there at the end that's what that's what you like to see uh something that can run late because i mean this is probably the shortest race they're going to run, so anything that can give a little more towards the end is always good, and uh, really anything that runs like that towards the end, if they break, it's it's hard to breathe, it's hard to beat them. Right. I feel like, yeah, if they get out and with them and, and with a horse that has a little heart like that and kick towards the end, uh, those are the tough ones. And he'll be breaking next to one of those fastest qualifiers, too. That ought to help him out. Right, exactly. Now, it's not very often you go from a non-qualifier and then get moved up into the finals. Did you think it was a joke at first? Because I know I definitely would have. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I told my wife, I'm usually real, like, at the end of the day, I'm thinking about everything and everything that could happen. This this really caught me by surprise. I never even thought about it. I just said, oh, well, we got to move on to the next one. We're looking towards Delta. I'm thinking like that. We'll get them at Delta. But when they called us, <laughs> now, what else can we expect to see him in competing in the rest of the year? We got him paid up for two at Delta, two maturities at, at Delta, and then uh, I think the million, they're shooting for the million, too. So, hopefully, if he, if he sticks together on us, if he, if he holds up, he should be, he should be an okay horse, I feel like. Definitely. Of course, I can't have you on the show without talking about SS Classy Jess, who recently picked up win number 20 of her career. What does that say about her and the way she's able to stay sound? That's, that's just like a, like, well, how can I say, a freak of nature? Right? Uh, she, she just, I mean, that's all on her own. She's, she's the type of horse that she takes care of herself. Like, even though she goes out there and gives it her all, she, she always comes back and eats and lays down and rests after a race and two, three days later she'll be back up and kicking. So she's all overall she's always really good. And it, I mean that's really she's a special horse, honestly. I mean you don't have any like that in, in your barn and uh she's been real good to us. 
Next up, take a look at the Mardi Gras Derby. It'll be race seven on the card Sunday. $106,000 purse. Louisiana bred three-year-olds going 400 yards. Field of nine in the finals here. We'll start with the one. Let it happen at 20 to one on the morning line. Let it happen is a colt by Jet Black Patriot out of Don't Let Her Down by First Down Dash. Timio Torres owns. Ruben Chavez trains in the Jackie Rolando Cabrera. Two starts this year for Let It Happen was a winner in the trials on March the 7th last time out, third in an allowance on January the 10th at Louisiana Downs. Ten starts career-wise, and this is the first career stakes race for Let It Happen. Broke his maiden at Delta Downs this past June and did not win again until that Mardi Gras trial on March 7th. Has been on the board four out of ten tries, though, and has 28000 in earnings. The two, Gidry's credit card at 12 to 1. This is a gelding by a political blood out of Gidry's booty due by Panther Mountain. Chase Up Farms, LLC, the owners, Wendy Garcia trains, Jockey Modesto Pena. This one was second in the trials, only time out of 2022. Had a pretty good year last year, winning his trial heat and qualifying to run eighth in the grade two Mardi Gras Futurity and also qualified to the Laddie Futurity at Delta Downs, finished second in an allowance at Evangeline, and then fifth in the Million Trials on November the 26th. 28000 in earnings for Gidry's credit card. My top pick's going to be the three, Stratosphere. This one was a 2020 LQHBA yearling for $12,500. And 9-2 on the morning line. He sired by one sweet Jess out of Corona Starlet by Corona Cartel. Bred Louisiana by Bobby Cox. Owned by Guerra's Racing Stables. Jose Lopez trains. Noe Castaneda will be up. Stratosphere winner in the trials on March the 7th. Won a pair of trials to the Mardi Gras and Laddie Futurities last year. Second in an allowance at Delta Downs. Also ran second in the Louisiana Juvenile. In Vinton, before running fourth in the LQHBA sale futurity at Evangeline, and was also fourth in the million trials last time out of 2021. 64,000 in earnings for Stratosphere, my top pick. Second, I'll go to the four. He ain't political at three to one, a gelding by a political blood. If, if you ain't first, you're last. By first down dash. So by Ruben Casas. Martin Trejo trains in the jockey Everardo Rodriguez. A pair of outs this year for He Ain't Political, a winner in the trials on March the 7th, and was also third in an optional claimer at Louisiana Downs on January 24th. Another one making his stakes debut in the Mardi Gras Derby. Won a maiden at Delta Downs and also an allowance over there over last summer. And couldn't qualify to the Evangeline Futurity after running sixth in the trials. He ain't political. Has been on the board six out of nine tries. Has 39000 in earnings so far. Number five, Jet Black Dasher at 15 to one. This one was a LQHBA yearling in 2020 for $26,500. She's sired by Jet Black Patriot out of PMO. She's fast by He's a Fast Dash. 
Jaime Cardenas owns, Trey Ellis trains, jockey Raul Ramirez Jr. A pair of starts this year for Jet Black Dasher was second in a maiden on February the 14th at Louisiana Downs and also ran third in the Derby Trials. Despite that, did manage to qualify to the LQHBA sale futurity at Evangeline in October of last year, finishing sixth in the finals. Has been second or third seven out of those ten tries, so one to keep an eye out for in Jet Black Dash, earner of 35000 so far from hole five. The six is Mr. Fast Mallard at six to one, a gelding by He's a Fast Dash out of Miss Mallard Struts by Strutton to Beduino. Jose Aguirre owns Kenny Roberts Sr. Trains, Jockey Abaldo Luna. Was third in the trials on March the 7th. Also managed to win a trial heat and qualified at the Louisiana Million this past December and finished third in the finals of the Million. That was the only career win so far for Mr. Fast Mallard, looking to pick up win number two in the Mardi Gras. It's been first, second, or third. Five out of those seven tries, though, in 119000 in earnings. Mr. Fast Mallard, not one of my top selections, but definitely one to keep an eye out for on Sunday. My fourth pick is going to be the seven quid pro quo at two to one. This is a gelding by Five Bar Cartel out of just tempting to fly by tempting dash. Geronimo Silva, the owner. Teddy Guy Jr. trains. Jockey Umberto Vital. This one was runner-up in the Mardi Gras trials on March the 7th. He's made a pair of stakes races. Won three in a row on his way to a sixth-place finish in the Grade 1 Lee Berwick Futurity at Delta Downs. And also was the winner of the Louisiana Champions Day Juvenile. And that was from the fairgrounds on December 11th. Most recent win for Quid Pro Quo. 94000 in earnings for the Son of Five Bar Cartel. Third, I'll take the eight San Lorenzo Dash at five to one. This is a Philly by He's a Fast Dash out of San Lorenzo Eagle by one famous Eagle. Rogelio Marquez Jr., owner and breeder in Louisiana. Jesus Marquez trains and the jockey David Alvarez. San Lorenzo Dash, second in the trials on March the 7th. This will be the first career stakes race for her. Ended up winning an allowance race as a maiden at Evangeline on December the 30th. Last out of 2021, 11900 in earnings for San Lorenzo Dash. One that I just got a feeling is going to be up there. And the nine, Patriotic Trump at 30-1. to 1. This is a gelding by Jet Black Patriot out of Princess Little Bit by Corona's Leaving You. Gene Cox, the owner-breeder in Louisiana. Trey Ellis trains and the jockey Juan Garcia Jr. This one was fourth in the trials on March the 7th. Very lightly raced overall, only five career starts. Got a win against Maiden Claiming Company at Delta Downs on June the 8th. Ran second in the Lee Berwick trials and qualified to run 10th in the Louisiana Juvenile, which was this gelding's second to last out before those trials. 12,900 in earnings for Patriotic Trump. So in the Mardi Gras Derby, I'll go to the three Stratosphere on top. Followed by the four, he ain't political, the eight San Lorenzo Dash, and the seven quid pro quo. Three, four, eight, seven in the Mardi Gras Derby. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Purina. Foaling season is upon us, and what a wonderful time it is. Every breeder has high hopes for the next big horse, and nutrition plays a vital role in that happening. 
We at Purina know the investment of time and money you've invested into your foals and the dream you have for them. At Purina, we have been developing cutting-edge foal feeds for decades with the goal of having healthy athletic performers when it is their time. Purina offers several time-tested foal diets that can, be, that can make sure you are doing everything possible nutritionally for you to breed and raise that next big horse. If you would like to discuss your feeding program, Purina has a team of professionals that are eager to speak with you at your farm or race farm. Contact Scott Campbell at 281-850-9634 or email at sncampbell at landolakes.com. Mention the 21 Seconds podcast and receive a coupon for a free bag of Purina horse feed. They'd love to speak to you. Crazy if you don't take them up on that offer, by the way. So thanks to Purina for the sponsorship. Last race to look at this week. Be on Sunday at Los Alamitos, the Grade Three El Primero Delano Derby, two hundred fifteen thousand dollar purse, full field of ten, going the four hundred yard distance. Should be a really good one in the El Primero. And when it comes to my top two selections, post position was the deciding factor. We'll get into that more in a second. But we'll start by looking at the one knockout cartel. This is a gelding by favorite cartel out of Miss Jess Knockout by A Political Jess. Owned by Steve Burns, Jose Flores, and George Seward. Jose Flores trains Jockey Cruz Mendez. One career win lifetime for Knockout Cartel. Ran second in the trials back on March the 6th. Also finished fourth in the Winter Derby trials at the end of January. Lit the board all but one time. In 2021, as a two-year-old running fourth in the California Breeders' Freshman Stakes and also finishing third and second in the trials for the Golden State and Los Al 2 million, finished third in an allowance to end the year in December of last year. 13000 in earnings for Colorado Bread Knockout Cartel. My second choice would be the two, Whiskey Glasses, a gelding by FDD Dynasty out of Mary Southern Policy by Shazoom, owned and bred in Oklahoma by Dunn Ranch. Monty Rosa trains Jockey Jesus Ayala. So Whiskey Glass is going to be my second pick. Ran a great trial last time out on March the 6th. Of course, he won the Golden State Million last year and the Grade 3 Easy Jet Stakes and then finished third in the 2 million to end the year. A seven-time winner from 10 starts and 768000 in earnings. Whiskey, Whiskey Glasses could be my top pick in this one, but like I said, post position ended up playing a factor. For me here in this one, but definitely capable of winning from the inside. Breaking right next to him will be Stablemate Hallelujah Knights, the three, a gelding by PYC Painter Wagon out of Trace C by Trace Ace. Another one owned and bred by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, Ramon Sanchez. We'll have the call. Hallelujah Knights, third in the trials on March the 6th. Qualified to three stakes races last year, running 10th in the Grade 1 Ed Burke Million. In June, also finished third in the All-American Juvenile on Labor Day and was sixth in the Grade 1 Golden State Million about three races back. Also finished third in two million trials, just didn't manage to make it, but has been first, second, or third. Seven out of the nine tries would probably be at pretty decent odds as well with 109,000 earnings. Hallelujah Knights from the three-hole. Number four's favorite, Honey, another Monte Rosa trainee, a gelding by favorite cartel, out of Corona's Fast Honey by Corona Cartel. 
Steve Wright and Five Livestock Company LLC, the owners and favorite honey will be ridden by Armando Cervantes. And this one was a 2020 Los Alamitos sale purchase for $34,000. And has more than paid for that tag. And last year, finishing third in the grade one Governor's Cup Futurity, winning the Breeders' Futurity in October, and also running seventh in the Los Alamitos 2 million, a grade one, two races back. Finished third in the trials here for the El Primero. But is definitely another one that can find his way to the front in this race. 261000 in earnings now for California bred favorite honey. The five is insider information. This one was another Los Al sale purchase a couple of years ago for $60,000. The gilded son of favorite cartel out of Katie Catella by Separatist. Bred in California by Steve Burns. Barry Woodhouse owns John Cooper Trains. Jockey Juan Pablo Leon. Three starts this year for insider information. A pair of allowances to start it off, finishing third and fifth, and was second in the trials for the El Primero last time out. This is the first career stakes race for insider information, who did win a maiden event last May, as well as an allowance this past fall. 18,000 earnings for the son of favorite cartel. Number six is Watch Out. This is a gelding sired by Fly Through the Fire out of Look Her Over by Check Him Out. Ed Allred, the owner breeder in California. James Glenn Jr. trains. Jockey Oscar Panato. Two starts on the year for Watch Out. Finished fourth in the Winter Derby Trials on January 29th. Got the win in the El Primero Trials last time out. Qualified to a pair of Grade 1 Futurities. Finishing second in the Governor's Cup Futurity last July. And fifth in the Los Al 2 million on December the 12th of last year. He is a four-time winner from eight outs and has one second to go along with that. 187000 in the bank for Watch Out. My third choice is going to be the seven. Rocket 17, a colt by A Political Jess out of Trace Magicals by Trace Ace. Owned and bred in California by the Quarter Company, Valentin Zamudio Trains, and the jockey Diego Herrera. Of course, Rocket 17 unfortunately scratched from the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes after qualifying with the fastest time after winning his trial. Finished fourth here in the El Primero Trials. I, I think he can finish third here in the finals. I really do with a clean trip and a little bit of luck. Of course, he did manage to qualify to the Los Alamitos 2 million in December. Finished ninth in the finals there. Has been on the board four out of seven tries. Excuse me, five of seven tries. 52,000 in the earnings for Rocket 17. Number eight is Dash A Good Reason, a colt sired by A Good Reason essay out of Dash of Frida by Mr. Jess Perry. Owned by S. Quarter K, LLC, Juan Moya and Robin Gordon, Jose Flores Trains, and the jockey Erasmo Gasca. Dash A Good Reason, a starter in both the Winter Derby Trials and for the Trials of the El Primero, finished second in both of those. Qualified to three stakes last year after winning three in a row to start it off. Finished fifth in the Juvenile Challenge in California. Also finished sixth in the Breeders' Futurity in October and fourth in the two million three races back in his final start of 2021. Has been first or second seven out of ten tries. Definitely another one to keep an eye out for in Dasha Good Reason with 176000 in earnings. My top choice will be the nine, Golden Boy. 
a cult by favorite cartel out of Logan's Dash by Toasted Dash. The Champ is owned and bred in California by MNG Farms Incorporated, Valentin Zamudio the trainer, and the jockey Ruben Lozano. A good trial effort for Golden Boy last time out. Due to his post position, I'm going to pick him on top. I like the nine-hole draw for him. I think it'll suit him well. Of course, he won the Ed Burke Million last year, a grade one in June, and also finished third in the California Breeders' Freshman Stakes and also won a trial heat for the Golden State Million. Qualified to that and unfortunately had to be scratched from the finals. A five-time winner from seven starts. 493,000 earnings for Golden Boy. Pegged as the one to beat in the El Primero. And for fourth, I'll go to the 10, tip of my tongue, a gelding by Moon and the Eagle, out of really a Corona by Corona Cartel. Another one owned and bred in Oklahoma by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, Eduardo Nicasio will have the, the mount. This one was third in the trials on March the 6th, making his stakes debut in the El Primero this weekend. Has captured three wins, the first of which was against Maiden Company last April at Remington Park. Also won his trial going 440 yards for the All-American Futurity and a trial heat for the Golden State Million. Just hadn't had enough luck to qualify yet until now. I think the post-draw will benefit him greatly from the 10-hole and definitely going to help him break him beside such a fast-starting horse like Golden Boy, I think. So I'll go with tip of my tongue in there for fourth. That's 22,000 earnings for the Oklahoma Brett. So in the El Primero Delano Derby, I'll take the nine Golden Boy on top. The two whiskey glasses for second. Go ahead and box those two. And then go Rocket 17, number seven for third, and the 10, tip of my tongue, fourth. Nine, two, seven, ten in the El Primero. And that will do it for me here on this episode of the 21 Seconds Podcast, episode 152. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for next week. Like I said, planning on three episodes, looking at the Remington Park Futurity Trials, as well as the Derby for Oklahoma Breds, and we'll have several stakes races to look at from Louisiana and New Mexico for next Sunday. So stay tuned for that, and I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening.